Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. And this is Will Mavity's interview with the writer and director for the film Mainstream, Gia Coppola. What do you want to do with your life, Frankie? I don't know. All right, what kind of stuff you want to make? You got potential. I want to make a next picture. Really? Yeah. What, now? Yeah, right now. Yo, what's up? Thanks for checking out this video. My little niece worships these guys who do and say nothing. Yo, why is my existence so lit? And promote a lifestyle of doing and saying nothing. Hashtag swimming pool, hashtag cocktail, hashtag this pineapple life. You can't be following me. Like, I'm no one special, man. Holy. You've got talent. Do you want to be the guys that made two cool videos? Or do you want to be no one special? This is the beginning. People came. Oh my god! This is all bad! We're all here! It's crazy how good this is, huh? We have phone or no phone. I'm Charles Melton, and I'm here with no one special. Then we have the game show. Bad idea. Good idea? I love you, no one special. This is just feeling so right. We're about to go stratospheric. You know I see you, right? You see me. Don't hurt her. Love that, Jake. Are you prepared to let the world see the real you? He's not who he says he is. Your success directly contradicts your message, does it not? You tell viewers they're stupid for watching us. I want you to wake up because you're getting swept up in this. You're so jealous of him. Get the viewers back up before we lose anymore. A prophet will not be accepted in his hometown. You get to lead the revolution. Are you gonna stop stop this? It could no, be really powerful. told me one single thing that was true. Hey, myself. I'm no one special. Cut. That was great. So one thing I was curious about on this is I saw that co-writer Tom Stewart joined uh, after Andrew Garfield was on board and after you had some producers. So tell me a little bit about how this project evolved and I guess generally about collaborating and co-writing and kind of where this project went over time from its beginning when you got Andrew on board to what we finally got. Yeah, it was an idea that I was really kind of struggling with for a while and trying to figure out how to kind of take this very big idea and make it, um, very simple. Uh, and I was talking to Andrew a lot about what I was interested in and what I was trying to do. And he had very similar interests in, in the same themes. And so when I asked him if he wanted to do it or will he do it? And um, he came on and we really collaborated a lot on the script and um, doing workshops. And Tom is his friend who was just present during that time while we were doing the workshops and I felt like um, since he was witnessing to all of it that uh, he would be a great asset to help kind of 
fix it or, you know, keep, um, right on it. Um, and he, he was, and, uh, so it was really fun to kind of, you know, sometimes the three of us would all kind of sit in a hotel room and we torture ourselves and try to figure out how to crack this thing and, um, using a lot of the experiences that we were having together and trying to put it in there. It was, it was fun and it was hard at the same time. But <laughs> writing is very, writing is very exciting because you, it's the one place where you don't have like, you know, you have total liberty and freedom and you're not confined to, you know, finances or anything like that. But uh, it's also such a torturous, you know, medium and trying to get, get it out. Speaking of something that might have been torturous, I mean, clearly you're not necessarily a huge fan of the YouTube culture. So what kind of research did you do into all these YouTube stars and stuff like that to kind of understand this world? Well, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan because I, I do believe that there's a lot of good that comes out of it here, uh, out of it. And there's a lot of talent that I do see. It was important to me to do a lot of research and kind of learn about, you know, the devices and how they're orchestrated to kind of keep us on. Um, and I think that's where my interest really lied and in how it was affecting us emotionally and how when uh, you have something that is asking you to take a part in this all the time and and want and, and it's designed to make you want um, uh, gratification, how does that affect your ego and how do you stay grounded in that kind of space? Yeah, well, I, I guess also just kind of beyond that, though, like practically, uh, did you have to do like a deep dive into the world of, I know you had the Jason Schwartzman character who's like an agent exclusively for influencers. I mean, like, uh, is this a pretty accurate look at how that world functions kind of? Did you get kind of a deep dive into that? I had a friend that was working with uh, YouTubers that um, she used to represent them at the earlier time before it was such a thing. And that was partly what inspired the, the project of like, I just don't understand why people are so engaged with this kind of content that doesn't make sense to me. And so I really wanted to kind of dive in and understand that. And, you know, casting and getting to know the YouTubers through that and, and hearing their side of the story and what, how, how they feel. Um, so that was sort of my, my, my education on it all, I guess. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello. This is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today. Um, 
Um, okay, so there's a standout scene in the film um, where Andrew Garfield does something crazy that we're not going to necessarily spoil on air on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, did you actually kind of go all Borat and shoot that in reality or did you close off the street? I mean, how? tell me about that scene. Yeah, I mean, it was originally written as a much tamer thing, but I knew like because so much of the kind of YouTube culture is about like pranks and kind of being sensational in that way um, that we had to do it authentically. Um, but it just kind of progressed into like asking Andrew, would he be cool with it if we did it on Hollywood Boulevard? And um, he was down and then he kind of took it a level further of like, I wanna wear this prosthetic. And I was like, okay. And so, uh, yeah, I was very excited that we got that piece of footage. And so yeah. some of the people reacting there uh, are, in fact just like actual people yeah. in Hollywood Boulevard yeah mostly there was a few peppered in of just uh actors because legally you kind of had to do that but um yeah mostly there was a lot of just uh, random people I think it was really exciting for Andrew to kind of <laughs> do that so I'm kind of curious the, the ending of this film is is very cynical I wouldn't say it's inaccurate either um where do you see our society I know you'd mentioned you were inspired by like broadcast news and network and those films were pretty prescient. Where do you see our society going in the future in relation to social media and content like this? Because the film would suggest you'd say somewhere not good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't really have an answer to where it's going. I think it's a lot of just my curiosity of where it's going. And I like to believe in optimism. Um, but I think in this sort of scenario, because it's kind of this satire and it's sort of like a, you know, a cautionary tale that uh, you want to show the sides that make people reflect and think about their part in it or how they're interacting with these things and, and be a little more divisive. Now, I was curious about some of the stylistic stuff. Um, you use silent film cards throughout the film. How did you decide on that? Yeah, I mean, the film, I mean, just the idea of how movies and, and cinema is sort of shifting into this new platform and this new technology, I was very interested in that. And of course, in Face in the Crowd, it was so much dealing with like radio turning into television. Um, so I kind of wanted to do like an homage to cinema and how it's progressing into this new, new form. Um, but I also liked it as a device in order to kind of propel story along and you don't often get to do things like that in that way anymore. So have you thought at all about uh, the kind of story you might want to tell next for your next film? Yeah, I feel like I always want to counter what I just did. So I know that I don't want to deal with cell phones anymore. <laughs> and, uh, you know, mainstream was so loud and bright that I, and like, you know, dealing with rock phone footage, I really want to do something that's um, the antithesis of that. So something beautiful and maybe quiet. And then uh, I guess lastly, um, how did you get this amazing cast here? There's a lot, there's obviously Andrew, but also there's uh, Nat Wolf and there's Jason Schwartzman, Maya Hawk. Yeah, I mean, Nat, I've known since Palo Alto and getting to know him as a, as a person, he's become like my little brother. And there's so many sweet sides to him and he's a mu musician and I wanted to kind of 
have him play this more true blue character that I knew would be so charming. Um, so he was always a part of it from the very, very beginning. Um, and Andrew, I got to know loosely through a mutual friend and it kind of transpired through just our conversations and, and feeling um, on the same path or, you know, same uh, interests. Um, and, and Maya, I met through uh, doing a photo shoot with her and then it just felt very instantaneous that we got along very well, but she just seemed like the character and I couldn't imagine the character anywhere else but her. And of course, Jason is my, my cousin and that role is such a silly role. And I knew he just has amazing comedic beats that I could kind of just put something down and he would just do his thing. And he did, and it was very exciting and surprising. Yeah, you have a very talented uh, extended family across the board. So it's yeah. nice you, uh, you've made your own mark as well. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this is a really interesting film. I enjoyed watching it and uh, best of luck with your next project. Thank you. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to Will Mavity's interview with the writer and director for Mainstream, Gia Coppola, here on the Next Best Picture Podcast. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture Podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can land on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we shall see you all next time. I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.